Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork, and today we're going to be talking about gut health. I'm delighted to welcome special guest, Tina McDermott. Tina is an inspirational chef, speaker, and weight loss coach who has been working in the health and wellness industry for over 20 years. You can reach Tina on her website, tinamcdermott.com, where she offers a free Joyful Gut Reboot Guide, and I'll include a link in the show notes. Welcome, Tina. I'm so glad that you could join with me today. Thank you so much, Linda. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Oh, I am just so grateful. I I mentioned to you earlier before we were on air that I have been really hoping for an expert to come and talk about gut health because it is something that is so important. And a lot of people don't even know that it is a thing. They've never even heard of it before. And so today I'm just really excited for you to kind of open people's eyes to recognize what it is and why it matters. And if it's okay, let's start with your story of why did this matter to you? Oh, well, sure. I'll try to keep it short. I'll try. I'll try. Uh, Well, uh, I was anorexic when I was a kid, Uh, probably a little control thing. And then at age 12, I gained a lot of weight. I went to Italy with my grandma versus my parents and sisters. It was just me and my grandma, and I decided I like food. So I decided to eat, and I came back about 20 pounds heavier. And, but yeah, but that's just the beginning of it. And when I was 19, my sister, older sister at 23 was diagnosed with cancer and uh, she's passed away 10 years ago. Now she passed away at 48 years old. So she lived so many years and I didn't want to suffer like she did. And I was inspired to teach as many people as possible to live a life that's healthy, vibrant, and free, free from diets, free from disease, free from all of those terrible things, because we're meant for joy in this world. We're meant for love and joy. I see you celebrating over there. I yes, am, because I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we are meant for joy and love. Now, backtracking a little bit, um, when I got back from Italy, and even before then, but I remember being in Italy and trying to explain to my aunts, because they wanted to feed me even more, I said, but it hurts. It hurts. It hurts on the inside. I can't explain it because you're 12. You don't know any better. But I had a lot of gas and bloating. And I'm talking embarrassing gas. And this went on for years. And I didn't understand what the problem was. I just knew that I had intestinal discomfort all the time, all the time, constipated and gassy. And I didn't even know what the word constipated mean, meant at that point. But then, you know, I come back 20 pounds heavier. My two older sisters made fun of me. And they also had a little nickname for me that is very embarrassing, Linda. And I pride myself in my transparency with the world because in my transparency, I want to help to help inspire others, right? That it's okay to be transparent. But they had a nickname for me, and in it, it, the Italian word is puzza, and in English, it's stinky. So, yes, that was, was my name. Now, <laughs> fast forward, fast forward, my sister got cancer, and, and I read every book as possible, and I, you know, I've been a personal trainer most of, my, most of my life. People have always come to me for weight loss. I studied nutrition. I became a nutritional consultant, weight loss consultant specifically. And in my mid-30s, I was diagnosed with Lyme disease. Aha, the lightning bulbs went off. It took me five years to get rid of it. And I learned so much more about the gut. Like, oh my gosh. And I realized at a young age, I likely had Lyme disease. 
that disrupted my gut. And, you know, when you're young, your immune system takes care of it, right? But as you start to get older, at 35, my immune system couldn't handle it any longer. Long story short, I was able to eradicate the Lyme. And I know so much about the gut, not just the gut, but all the body systems to help people not just lose weight. I help people get healthy. And that weight loss is a side benefit. It is a side benefit. So that's just like the short of my long story. My passion really lives with my sister having breast cancer and suffering for a lot of her life. I have pictures of her behind me of all stages of her life. And I always, and I wear her on my sleeve too. And I wear her on my sleeve. That's my sister. So, uh, so she's been my inspiration and the reason why I am here with you right here, right now. Wow. Okay. So, so many issues dealing with health and so many issues dealing with food, whether we're going to be anorexic and I don't want to eat food or whether we're going to enjoy it, maybe to excess a little bit, we're going to have struggles in our tummies. And I really appreciate your transparency because I think that specifically is part of the reason why this problem remains hidden because nobody wants to talk about it. It's like a little bit embarrassing. I mean, nobody wants to talk about, you know, we want to, it's, it is okay to talk about how we look when we're young. We don't talk about how we feel, like how our body's working until we're old. Old people tell you embarrassing things that you don't want to hear. Young, healthy people, all, you know, we don't talk about that sort of thing. We just all pretend that we're fabulous all the time. And the only thing that matters is how we look. And I love that your goal is not, you know, weight loss is, is the side benefit. I feel joyful. I feel great. I feel healthy. And then, wow, I look pretty good too. I mean, it's kind of a a package deal where that's the, you know, the side dish and not the main dish. And so I just, I love this. I feel like when we really get things right, uh, it's so many pieces fall into place. It's not just about our looks. It's about how we feel. And it's amazing. And I, I checked out your website and I love that you had four keys about how to have a help, happy gut. So can we talk about those four keys? I thought it was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about how to have a healthy gut, a happy gut, right? A joyful gut because life is for what? Joy, right? Joy. Like the, yes. It's all about joy. It's all about, it's all about that joy. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to get into song? And Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a foundation. There's a foundation for health and wellness. And the foundation starts with hydration. Da, 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 da. <laughs> exactly. It starts with hydration. I, I'm showing you a, a mason jar bottle or jar, 32 ounces. I fill three of them up a day and I get through typically two and a half. Okay. Two and a half of those. Uh, but you need to be drinking half your body weight in, in ounces of water a day. And if you do not, then what happens is that the toxins stay inside of your body. How can they get out of your body unless you flush them out? And <laughs> there's so much to talk about with the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system has a dual purpose, but, but most of its job is to sop up toxic waste in the interstitial fluid in your body and eliminate it through your colon, through your urine, through it, it through all of the, 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 your lungs. It's meant to de- to detox you. Okay. And if you don't give it fluid, it can not remove what it needs to remove. Okay. 
So water is life. So that is foundational. And yes, it's the key to health to a healthy gut is to have good, I mean, have water. And, and, and Linda, I want all of your listeners to know, we never drink alone. <laughs> okay, what does my- that mean? I mean, I, we're yeah. talking water, so I thought I was allowed to drink water alone. What, what, yeah. what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. My sister's a scientist, and she gave me this, this thing, you never drink alone, Tina. I'm like, well, what do you mean? She goes, well, water has bacteria, parasites, heavy metals, chemicals, a whole bunch of different stuff in it. So don't drink just your tap water. Get a filter and filter your tap water so that you don't drink with company. Okay. Wow. Okay. So when you You talk about drinking tap water and saying you don't drink alone, you're getting invisible little sinkies and swimmies um, in there and floaties that you didn't intend to get. I've seen a little sign where it says your tap water, you know, and it, you know, it comes through, has meet some seedy people or whatever, and it shows pictures of gunk and pipes. And, you know, growing up, I never even thought about that. It wasn't until much later that I realized, hey, we can, we, we can clean up our water. And, and even though it looks fine out of the tap, it, it can have those little, you know, invisible things in there that we don't know about. So, you never drink alone. You never, never drink alone. So just it, don't be really simple about it. Don't go cray cray about it. Just filter it. <laughs> Get one of those little filters and filter your water. Personally, I go a little crazy and, and I have reverse osmosis water, but the reverse osmosis takes all the minerals out. So I put a little Celtic sea salt right in the water to give it a little bit more um, minerals that our body's lacking. Now, that's the last thing that you have to do. But the first thing you need to do is drink half your body weight in ounces a day of pure filtered water. Okay, okay now, so when that's- you talk about half your weight in ounces, can we can we just clarify this a little bit? Because um, to some people, that sounds like... I'm drinking half my body weight in water. What are you talking about? So we're not actually drinking pound for pound. It's like an ounce per pound. In ounces. Right. In ounces. Did I not say in ounces? No, no, no. You did. It's just it sounds like some math. And some people think math is creepy. So basically, we're starting with like eight ounces to 12 ounces a day. Like you mentioned, you're drinking um, two to three quarts a day. So can we simplify it to say that's probably going to be about-ish where we're at? Uh, no. Oh, cool. Clarify then. No, because if you are 100 pounds and you're drinking a gallon of water a day, you are going to hurt yourself. You're going to do something. You're going to dilute all of those minerals in your body, and and that's not good. Okay? We don't want that. You, you can end up in the hospital. So it's really important that you take this formula and you do your math. If you weigh 200 pounds and you're drinking only 50 ounces a day, you're stagnant. You're toxic. You need the water. You need more water. So if you're 200 pounds, then you need to be drinking 100 ounces of water a day. If you're 150 pounds, then you need to be drinking 75 ounces of water a day. If you're 120 pounds, 60 ounces of water a day. More if you are sweating and doing sports outdoors. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So we do have to do a little bit of math. Good thing you did some for us. So there we can just take and say, okay, I will do this one or I will do this one or I fit in this category or I'm pretty All close right. to this. Okay, All right. perfect. All right. All right, so we're going to drink water and we're going to make sure that our water is clean. Yes, please. Yes. So now some people are going to say, what counts as water? Do I actually have to drink water? Because water is lame sauce and um, some people feel that way. So what what's your answer for that one? We are made of water. God made us with water. 
We are water. We are not juice. We are not coffee. We are not tea. We are not any of the above. We are water. Anything else that has that it, your body has to work harder to process whatever is in that water. You're like, oh, I make my tea with water. But then your body still has to work hard to process all of those constituents that are in the water. You want to live a life that's full of health and vibrancy and free, free from, from any kind of gut issues, the constipation, the diarrhea, the let me call it IBS, let me call it Crohn's, let me call it whatever, give it any what a name. You want to be free from that, please drink water, pure water. Nothing in the world substitutes water. I want you to put yourself in cavewoman day, caveman day, cave people day, okay? And were they... When you look at whatever drink you're drinking, were they? did they have that available? Look, they may have had wine. <laughs> they may have had wine. <laughs> but they always drank water. They always drank water and nothing else but water. Now, the next thing I'm going to say might not be pleasant for everyone, but I'm going to say it in a politically correct way. We are adults. We're adults and we are able to make adult decisions make an adult research, a decision and take responsibility for your health and drink your water. Now, if you absolutely cannot stand the taste of water, put a little couple pieces of cucumber in there, put some frozen strawberries in there, frozen something just so you get used to it. A lemon, lemon peel. Your body still has to work a little harder, but not as hard as tea or juice or any of the coffees or any of the other things. So that, those are some things. Don't do any of those squeezy things that you put the squeezy flavors in there. They're full of chemicals. We are not chemicals. God did not make us chemicals. They made, he made us flesh and blood and water. So please drink water. Okay. Uh, so let's see. I think that the first clue was drink water. Am I got that right? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> okay. So what's the next key? <laughs> well, the next thing. Um, yeah, I always start everyone with water. Oh, yes. The next thing is eat foods that walk, fly, swim, and grow with an emphasis, a huge emphasis on, can you guess? Probably grow. Yes, yes, yes. Mother nature, God, and our the infinite wisdom created food on this planet that is edible, that comes with its own wrappers. I had an orange for breakfast with my breakfast and I'm like, oh, look at this beautiful wrapper that it came in. It's gorgeous color. I just appreciate food. I appreciate every bite and every, I love colors. So think about food, eating foods that walk, fly, swim, and grow with the emphasis on grow because grow has everything that your body needs in combination, right? Not just one thing. You can't eat oranges the rest of your life but it is full of fiber, vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, uh, flavonoids. I mean, I can go on and on with the whole list, but you get the picture. Now, when you combine lots of them, you do get a little bit of protein, but you know, I want to encompass everyone in this world, the vegans, vegetarians, omnivores, herbivores, meditarians, you got it, pescatarians. I want to encompass everyone so that you kind of get the idea that our foods need to be centered, the plate needs to be mostly fruits and vegetables I'm talking 10 to 12 cups of fruits and vegetables oh because that is what's going to help you because it also has digestive enzymes and probiotics. We'll talk about that next that are going to help you digest your food. It's going to help proliferate the, the, the good bacteria in your gut. And that is what's going to help 
flush the food out of you so that you don't get constipated or if you have the, com the complete opposite with the runs or diarrhea let's just call it what it is then yeah you still need to be eating foods that grow and drinking your water and combining your foods mostly fruits and vegetables mostly vegetables honestly a little bit of protein a little bit of clean protein when i say clean uh, you know not foods that have been prepackaged and a little bit of good fat on every single meal. It'll explain it a little bit more in the Joyful Gut um, Reboot Guide as well. We eat in combination, right? And that helps also to lower the blood sugar of the food. Now I'm getting into a whole nother thing, but I want you to eat as many what? Vegetables as possible, a little bit Vegetables. of clean protein, right? And a little bit of fat with every single meal. And that will help give you a joyful gut doing it in combination like that. There was something else I wanted to say. Probiotics and digestive enzymes. I'll get to those in a second. Did you have a question? No, I'm just thinking about how I, I love joyful, joyful gut. And as we're talking joyful and eating joyfully and living joyfully, I just love that that word joyful keeps coming up. So, okay. So I'm drinking lots of water. I'm eating foods that are vegetables and fruits and these wonderful proteins and getting some healthy fats in there. And then I think you also talk about some supplements and just making sure that we get all the, the, the nutrients that we need. Is that part of it as well? Yes. Yes, it is. And, and I remembered what I was going to say is that we want to eat foods as close to the way that mother nature provided them for us. God provided them for us the better they are for you. The more that they have been processed, the more that you need to question them. And here's why. I want you to take, um, sausage keeps coming to mind, so I'm just going to use that. Sausage? So top of mind, I don't know why. But sausage, when you're, if you're going to eat pork, please go ahead and eat a whole piece of pork. When they take it, they grind it, and they mix it with uh, seasonings, and then they put it in this, they don't even use the normal intestines any longer. They use uh, fake casing. It could very possibly be, there could be additives in there that you do not want. Specifically, MSG, monosodium glutamate. People say, oh, I don't eat MSG. And, and then I look at, I detail their life, and I see that they do have it. MSG is a non-nutritive substance that's been approved through by the FDA, but it has zero nutritional value. Zero, Linda, absolutely nothing. When we eat it, it's an excitotoxin. And I'm, I never do science. I'm just going to give you like the plain speak here. It literally passes the blood-brain barrier. That's supposed to protect us from chemicals and all that stuff. But it, this one passes through and it goes through the brain cells that are most susceptible Maybe you had a concussion, maybe you had whatever happened in your life. Maybe you're a child, maybe you're an elderly person. It'll go to those brain cells and excite them so much that they die. Oh. So, yeah, when I had Lyme disease, one of the things that was majorly affected was my brain. Anytime I go near something that has MSG in it, which it's mostly in stocks and spices and bouillon, you have to really check those and processed foods, processed foods like, like sausages full of MSG and um, what else? Lunch meats. Lunch meat, you have to be careful with lunch meats. Also, they have nitrites, nitrates. So just think, 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 think. When you're eating your food, 
is that as close to the way that Mother Nature provided to, for us, or has that been processed? The more processed, the worse it is for you. The least processed, the better it is for you. What's better, the banana or the dehydrated banana chips that might have been fried in some kind of rancid oil? The banana, right? So just think that way. Think that way. Okay, so now we've got the water. We've got eat foods that walk, fly, swim, and grow close to Mother Nature. Eat 10 to 12 cups of vegetables a day. Are you all with me? <laughs> right now it sounds like a lot of food, but it's it's good. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Are we to the move no. your mask part yet? Or are we to the... No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not okay. yet. I'm gonna talk. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. And tell <laughs> me if I, if I need to go, go quicker. Yeah. Many people have something called dysbiosis and not to give you scientific terms, but dysbiosis, what it means is that you have an imbalance of bad bacteria to good bacteria. And the bad bacteria, they love to play around and they multiply really quickly and they feed on sugar. So the more sugar you eat, the more that the bad bacteria grow. And it is a known fact that people who are overweight or obese have lots of bad bacteria, lots of different names for them. I'm not going to give them to you. And I don't even remember most of them. Okay. And not enough of the good bacteria. The good bacteria helps you digest your food, helps with hormones, helps with signaling to the brain, helps with so many things, but they die off when the bad bacteria take over. So how do you replenish the good bacteria? Well, you eat fermented foods like kimchi and um, tempeh, fermented is, temp is, for, is fermented. You've heard of things like, not all pickles are fermented, but fermented foods in general, Kom a kombucha, it's a drink that I love to drink. Uh, and not everybody's going to be eating fermented foods. They're like, what is a fermented food? Most Does yogurt Asians count? Know, Asians know fermented, For every sure. single meal you have fermented foods, which is why they often have very healthy guts. Now, if you're not going to be eating fermented foods or eating your prebiotics, which are some of those vegetables and fruits and such, then you need to take supplements. And the supplements are probiotics, and digestive enzymes. If you're going to do two supplements in your life, they're probiotics and digestive enzymes. And don't just get any kind because you might be wasting your money and wasting mm. your time. You need some really good ones. And I have been taking probiotics for most of my life. And that is what's helped clear up my gut from one of the things, the probiotics and the digestive enzymes. Consult with a professional, please. Okay. We ready for pillar number four? Are we to four? I thought we were on three. Did I miss one? So we've got the water, water food, got the, the nutrition, move we've your got mass. the supplements. What's oh. that? Oh, I thought three was move your mass and four was okay. your your mind. Oh, you're right. Sorry. I, I, I forgot one of them because I put the supplements in with the, the nutrition. My apologies. Move your mass. We are meant for movement. We are meant for movement. We are meant for movement. We are not meant to sit still. I want you to think. This is, I love my analogy. Think of a pond that has no water flow into it. What's on top of it? Green, stagnant stuff, right? Yeah, That's that bacteria. That is a couch potato, right? You are toxic. Ooh. Now, we're going to put a fountain in that pond. We're going to put a little fountain, and it's going to bring good oxygen into that, into that pond, and it's going to help clean out that bacteria because it's going to bring good bacteria into it. And that is stretching and walking. That is moving your mass stretching and walking. If you do one thing, it's stretching. If you do two things, you stretch and you walk. Those are so important because back to the lymphatic system, Linda, we have a heart that pumps the blood, right? It's for the circulatory system. 
the lymphatic system does not have a pump. The Ooh. only thing that helps to move lymph is movement. Really? Yes. Movement is what helps to pump the lymphatic system to help you get rid of toxins. So twisting, stretching, all of these things are helping move lymph, helping move toxins out of your body. So that's why the stagnant pond, couch potato. You put in a fountain, that's the stretching and the walking, right? So now we're going to put a stream that's going to go through that pond. And that's hey, a little bit of resistance training, a little bit of uh, some bicycle riding, some other, some other fun stuff, right? The river is when you're an athlete <laughs> and you've got complete flow all the time. There's no pond left behind. <laughs> so that's my analogy when it comes to moving your mass. I've been a personal trainer most of my life and I've even de developed my own signature routines. I've got everything and I still train sometimes, but for the most part, I do the weight loss coaching and the cooking and stuff because I love that. I love it all. I love it all. But we, we are meant for movement. We are not meant to sit still. Does that explain it all? It just seems, you know, when you say it, doesn't it just sound logical? We drink water. We eat good food. We move our bodies. Ta-da! And it, and it shouldn't be rocket science. And yet somehow it is just foreign to a lot of people, their, uh, their, their just way of being. That these ideas are like, oh, I've never thought of that. Oh, really? Oh, does that make a difference? And so to be able to say, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. And then there's another part that isn't physical, and yet it affects our physical health. And that is our mindset. And you talk about that when we have emotional eating is, is an issue. So Tina, I want to hear what you have to say about mindset. How does that affect our health? Thank you, Linda. Um, it's to me, it's the number one most important thing is mastering your mindset. I call it, I think it's like 97% of the game is mastering your mindset. Wow. And yeah, 97% of the game is mastering what's going on in this beautiful brain of yours. I, I, I want to regress for, for a moment. I was out and about all weekend. I, I had a really fun weekend and I went to a, a, an outdoor concert, a whole bunch of different stages. And first part of the day and that night I went to um, another live music and I just people watch, I people watch, I people watch. And something that baffles me is I watch people and they're drinking alcohol all day long and yeah, they're overweight. And I can, I just look at people. I'm like, what, their mindset, they're not even thinking about exercise. I can tell that it's not a part of their life and it's always been a part of my life. Now, and, and how do we make that or how do we encourage people, inspire them to make, to have exercise and to have movement as a part of their life? How do I inspire people? This is what I've been wanting to do my whole life. Inspire people to move and to be healthy and to want to be healthy. And it's, it, it, number one, you have to want it. Once you want it, then we work on what are those emotional triggers that are causing you to eat the junk food or go for the alcohol versus the water and the fruits and the vegetables and the good foods. So we need to identify, first of all, you need to say, yes, I want to master my mindset, right? And secondly, we need to identify what are your triggers? What, what is triggering you? And I'm not talking food trigger. Oh, I see chocolate and I want to eat it. It's, she looked at me cross. 
And why does she look at me cross? And now I'm upset and now I'm going to go to whatever alcohol or whatever it is. So it's not even that the person looked at you cross. It's likely something happened when you were a child that had that same look in their eyes and made you feel back where you were. Now, I don't go take people back. I take people forward in their lives and I do something called the peace process. Uh, I do lots of different modalities to help people be in the moment. And you know what's coming to me? What I'd like to talk about right now is when you're in the moment of you find your trigger, you're triggered and you're and you like you're about to stuff the donut in your mouth. Okay. Can I give you a, your your listeners a little couple of different modalities, a couple of different things that they can do to stop that? Can I do that? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so let's put me in a situation. Okay, so Tina, you just looked at me funny, and I it, and now I need a donut. So, okay, what do I do? Stand up and jump around. Put the donut down, stand up and jump around. That's it. Stand up and jump around, dance, play a song, do something that is different than putting the donut in your mouth. Because there are other things that can give you a lot of endorphins that you're looking for. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. So the reason that I'm reaching for this donut is not because I want a donut. It's because I want to change the way I feel. I'm not feeling well for some reason, and I want to feel better. And so I have trained myself that when I don't feel good, a donut makes me feel better. And what you're suggesting here is, let's just pause for a minute and set the donut down. Let's try something else. When I move, when I dance, it's going to give me some energy, and it's going to change the way I feel. It's literally going to pop some of those endorphins in my head, and I'm going to feel better. And I didn't even swallow anything. Correct. So there is another way. And I am still meeting my need to change the way I feel, to feel better. Love it. Okay. So what's another one? I love how you did that. I love it. So the bottom line is change your state. And if you don't want to get up and dance, get up and stretch and breathe, breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. Think in through the nose because you're cleansing the air, bringing in good stuff out through the mouth, getting rid of that toxic energy in through the nose, out through the mouth. So some people say, take 10 breaths. I say, take 10 breaths and stretch. Because again, we want to change your state. We want to change where you are. Get up, stand up and, uh, and, and as opposed to sit down or what was the last time you got on the floor and you rolled around? Okay. Do something <laughs> different. Do something fun. Do like a star jump. Do just a jumping jack, something that is movement oriented to get you from where you are to where you want to be. And it doesn't mean getting up from the couch and walking to the refrigerator. <laughs> get up from the couch, walk around the block, change your state, throw the ball with the kids. The kids want to play with you anyway. Okay. All throw right. the ball with the dogs. They need it. They want to walk. They want all of that stuff. Get up and drink water. Okay. Let me give you another one. This one is one of my favorites. This one's one of my favorites. Um, I always get have to think about it. So we've got negative energy in front of us, right? We've got the, I want a donut. I want something, somebody upset me. I, my boss, whatever it is, overwhelmed. And by the way, overwhelm is a choice. Overwhelm is a choice. I want you to break up that energy. And I have to think clock. You have to clap your hands in a circle counterclockwise. That's it. You have to think counterclockwise. So clap your hands in a circle counterclockwise. That's it. Just clap them and do that until you bust out laughing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But but 
mean, it breaks up the energy. And that's even if you feel it, you can even feel it. It breaks up the energy. Okay. I even feel it in my hands from clapping. All right. You want one more? I'm going to give you one more to help you master your mindset and modality to help you master your mindset. Okay. I want you to go to your collarbone and go just below the collarbone and take two fingers or all your fingers and just kind of thump right here. Just give yourself a little bit of energy. Just thump it. You can even hear me. My voice is changing a little as, ah. Only for kids, we did that, right? And stop that, and you'll feel so much energy in your chest, in your body, from your toes to your nose. You'll feel the energy, and that's what I'm talking about. We don't just get pleasure from food; we can get pleasure from changing our state. Oh, I just thought of one more thing. Just thought of one more thing. Do you see what's behind me here? I see a kitty behind me. Yeah, it's a little kitty cat. Go to love, unconditional love, and pet a dog, pet a cat, pet whatever pet you have, or just look your loved ones in the eye and tell them that you love them, okay? Or hug somebody. Hug a tree if you have to, if nobody's around. But send out love because you are made of love and joy. So there we have it. Those are all my modalities for now. I love it. Okay. So as we're kind of wrapping things up here, we talk about just if we want to feel good and feel great, it has to do with our gut, has to do with this core, this center. And we keep things clean by drinking clean water and letting that flow by eating fruits and vegetables and eating clean things. And then also by moving. I thought that was fascinating. You said that the lymph system, it it doesn't have a pump, that we have to move our body to get it going. And then our mindset and recognizing that when we are are reaching for that habit, that whatever it is, if it's a donut or a drink or whatever, there's a reason we're doing that. And it's because we want to change the way we feel, or as you put it, we want to change our state. And you've been doing that, reaching for that donut, reaching for that drink because it works. But guess what? There's something else that works that helps you also be healthier and to feel better, not only in the short term, but in the long run. And so that's kind of the direction we want to go. Love it. Love it. Tina, thank you so much for visiting with me today. Thank you, Linda, for having me here today. It's been a joy to be here. (laughs) Been a pleasure for me as well. In closing, I'd like to share a quote by author Sherry Rogers. She said, the road to health is paved with good intestines. Today, I invite you to pave a road to good health by taking care of your gut. See you next time on Linda's Corner. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Linda's Corner, please share and subscribe to help us reach new listeners. I also invite you to check out my nonprofit, Hope for Healing, at the website hopeforhealingfoundation.org for free ebooks and other free resources to help increase happiness, build confidence and self-esteem, strengthen relationships, manage stress, and calm feelings of depression and anxiety. I also invite you to grab a copy of one of my books, like Crushed, A Journey Through Depression, or Amazon bestseller, You Got This, an action plan to calm fear, anxiety, worry, and stress. See you next time on Linda's Corner.